AskAdesignerAnything.com Hello, I'm Craig, as always, and thanks so much for tuning in. Today is episode 79, and we're talking about why writing 500-word blog posts. No, we're not talking about that at all. We're talking about why writing 5,000-word blog posts might be a good idea for you and your business. Now, when I said 500-word blog posts there, you probably thought, oh, well, that's not so difficult because I'm already writing 500-word blog posts. But today I'm talking about 5,000-word blog posts, the value in them, and why they might be a good strategy for you to consider for your business. So we're going to get straight into it at point one, which is a really obvious one. And that is, well, if you're writing 5,000 word blog posts, you don't have to write as many of them because it's a 5,000 word blog post. You could get away with, if if you're struggling with writing a blog post a week or two a week or, or whatever schedule you're currently doing, if you're struggling with that, you might want to consider writing one a month. And if you're writing one a month, the best way to get the most value out of that, I think, is to write a 5,000 word blog post. So you don't have to write as many of them. You could be writing as little as 12 a year. Or you might want to do one every two months. Whatever schedule you're doing them at, it doesn't matter because I'm going to get into why that doesn't matter in a minute. But if that sounds interesting to you because you don't have to write as many, I think it's probably something you should be worth considering and looking at. The the reason for doing 5,000 word blog posts is I'm not talking about turning a 500 word blog post into something that's really long. They're not like that. When you write in a 5,000 word blog post, you need to consider the blog post in a different way. It's not really a blog post anymore. It's kind of like a feature in a magazine. You write in something that's very long form, that's full of useful, great content that somebody can digest over a long period of time. I'm not talking about just writing a really long blog post here. I'm talking about writing something that is absolutely amazing that someone can really, really dig down into the content and find lots of useful information. Pat Flynn has done a couple of articles like this and they're really useful, I think. One of the main ones that he's done is how to start a podcast and it's a podcasting guide from the beginning right through to the end of the process. That's a, Maybe it's not 5,000 words, but it's full of videos, it's full of really interesting content and it's full of really useful content. And that is the kind of thing that I'm talking about. You write in a massive, useful feature for your audience rather than writing a little tidbit of a blog post. There's much, much less content out there like this. So in yesterday's episode, when I was talking about getting your personality across in, in whatever content that you're producing and the fact that a lot of people are out there already doing the thing that you want to do, there's much, much less people out there writing 5,000 word blog posts because they're difficult. They're hard to do. They take a lot of research. They take a lot, they take a lot of time to do them. They're just not easy to do. So not many people are doing them. People are sticking to the regular 500 word blog post kind of thing. But that's why I think they're a really good thing to consider because a lot of people aren't doing this kind of thing. And if you look at some of the best people out there that are doing content marketing right now, if you look at people like Pat Flynn, if you look at people like Neil Patel, if you look at people like that, they are doing 
this strategy? Are they mixing this strategy with regular content like a podcast or like a video series or like a blog or all three of those things? So the bar, the bar is really high for this kind of thing. But the thing I've noticed is that they're all doing this thing where they're writing really long. They, they're usually called guides of some, of some sort. If that helps you to think of them in a different way, maybe you should think of them as guides. The, the point of them are is that you're producing a really useful piece of content for somebody. You're producing a really useful piece of content for your audience. And they're a great example of quality content. I've spoken about quality content before. And this is the way to produce quality content that's really good for your audience, that they'll come to your website and they want to read this and they'll save it and they'll share it with people because you've put so much time and so much effort into this content that they can't do anything other than thank you for it. Because obviously it'd probably be free, but you could maybe further down the line, turn it into an ebook or turn it into a PDF or turn, turn it into anything. Once you've got that content, you can do you can do whatever you want with it. And I think that's why this potential way of doing things is so powerful. The final thing that I want to mention is that these kind of blog posts are really good for SEO. Writing really, really, really long form content is really good for SEO because it gives Google and search engines a chance to come to your website, look through everything that you've got on there and analyze it much better because there's more content for them to analyze. Rather than having lots of little blog posts, you've got one giant piece of content that can really be indexed properly and that Google can eat up and find keywords in there. And they're just really good ideas for SEO. They're also good ideas because they hit the three different kind of readers that will be coming to your website. So the three different kind of readers generally, and this, this changes a lot and people talk about this in different ways. But the way I always think about it is the number one kind of reader is skimmers. People who come to your website, who only read the headings, skip straight down to the bottom of the content for downloads or for the next post or whatever they're looking for. They'll just scan read everything you've got. The second kind of person is kind of a hybrid form of skim readers and people who'll read the first paragraph of whatever you've done. So they'll come on there and they'll read a bit of your content and the titles and then move on again. And then the, the final one is the people who read everything that you produce. And by writing long form content, you're targeting all three of those kind of users. And it's the only kind of content you can write where you will target all three of those users. So that's why long form blog posts can be a really effective strategy. And I think it's something that you should consider for, for, for your blogging and giving it a try because it can't hurt. Give it a try and see what happens with it. I think they're, they're a really valuable way of producing content right now. So that was episode 79 and you can find the show notes at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP79. If you want even more marketing tips, I've got an email newsletter that I send out every Sunday. Uh, I usually share an inspiring story or something interesting in there, something a bit different that I don't share anywhere else. So if you're interested in that, go over to my website, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll find a link to it on there. I think it's really useful, and I think you'll find it useful too. Also, if you've not realized, I'm doing a daily podcast, and it's always about design or marketing, 
a business, all that kind of stuff. If you've got a question you want to ask me or a topic you'd like to hear me talk about, go over to my website, scroll down to the scroll down to the ask a question page. I was going to say scroll down to the bottom then. Completely wrong. Go over to the ask a question page and dump me a question in there and I'd be really interested to answer it. And I always love receiving questions from people because I think it speaks directly to one person of my audience at least. And that's what podcasting is all about at the end of the day. And then finally, if you listen with iTunes and subscribe with it, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review. And thanks so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow on another episode of Ask a Designer Anything.